better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. One of the most powerful lessons I have learned through both counseling and through coaching is understanding the difference between my circumstances and my thoughts. This differentiation has helped me to reduce a huge amount of stress in my life, as well as in my work and my relationships. And it's a foundational concept that I use with my coaching clients. Some of the things I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode, they may land on some of you in a way that can cause you to bristle a little bit at first, but... I encourage you to keep listening with an open mind. So circumstances are neutral facts of our lives. Our circumstances are, it's the same as our situation. They're neutral facts of our lives. And this is very important to remember. So neutral meaning if you brought it to a courtroom, everyone in the room would would agree to it as factual. So for example, saying something like the situation being the door is open or the situation of this patient is late for their appointment. Now, a thought in this context is a sentence that includes an opinion or some kind of subjective descriptor about the circumstance. Once we add opinions or descriptors, it goes from being a circumstance to a thought. So using the same examples, The door is barely open, or this patient is so late for their appointment. Now, barely open and so late are subjective, and they're not universally agreed upon definitions, so therefore those are not situations or circumstances. They are actually thoughts. Now, the moment you choose to have a thought about a circumstance is when you choose to make it mean something. And this, for all of us, is where all the drama happens. And so why is this important? You know, it's because once you have a thought about a circumstance, it generates a feeling, which then drives you to take action or some inaction or a reaction. And then that leads to a certain result. So the thoughts that you have are going to be the driver of how you feel and how you show up in the world. So now for the part that people tend to bristle at. You are 100% responsible for your thoughts and your feelings. No one can make you think or feel something, and every thought that you have is a choice. So when you or when someone else says something like, you're making me feel bad, or you're making me feel angry, or you're hurting my feelings, these statements are patently false. 
someone else cannot make you feel a certain way any more than you can make someone else feel a certain way. When someone says something to you, that statement is neutral. How do I know it's neutral? Is because not everyone will agree on the tone of the statement or the definition of the statement. Not everyone will think or react to it in the same way. So therefore, it is neutral because there is no consensus on that statement. So what's happening here is that someone is making a neutral statement and you are choosing what you want to make it mean, how you feel about it and how you react to it. I understand that some of you listening may be a bit confused by this, or it may actually be rubbing some of you the wrong way, but right now, and for clarification, I am not saying that you are always responsible for your circumstances or your situations, but you are always responsible for how you think of them and how you react to them. And this is actually a good thing, and I'll explain why. People often mistake their thoughts as their circumstance. So a typical example, so I'll use a typical example here, or an example that I just kind of made up. (laughs) Um, The example is believing that your circumstance is that you have a shitty landlord who is making your life miserable. Now that is actually a thought and not your circumstance. The circumstance is that you have a landlord. Your thought is that your landlord is shitty. That thought is calling, causing a feeling of misery. And that feeling is driving an action or a reaction or an inaction, and it's ending in a result. When it comes to the problems in our life, simply changing our actions or our circumstances is it's the same as treating the branch of a disease instead of the root. We must get to the root of the matter, and that is our thought about the situation. Here's the good news. You can choose to have different thoughts about anything, which means you are in the driver's seat of your emotions, your behavior, and your results. Allowing someone else's behavior to affect how you think and feel means that you have given that person all of your emotional power. Choosing your thoughts means you control the narrative. So, that shitty landlord, could it be possible that they aren't a shitty person but are actually struggling with anxiety and reacting to it? By changing your thought of them from being a jerk to a person who is suffering, maybe that causes you to think and feel differently about them, right? So maybe you don't react the same, which results in you you know, having a better day than one spent feeling angry. You could certainly change locations. You know, you can move out of your office or out of wherever you're renting to change the circumstance, but it's pretty much guaranteed that wherever you end up, you will have some conflict with another human. So if you haven't mastered your thoughts, then you'll be back in the same place you were before. Now, there are people out there who rely on tactics to disempower others in order to make themselves feel powerful. Typically, people who default to anger or aggression, they're often compensating for some deep-seated fear that they usually aren't even aware of. You can choose to think thoughts that cause you to feel scared and react in a negative way, 
which only satisfies the person's need to affect you negatively, or you can choose to think thoughts that cause you to feel neutral or maybe even positive and allow this person's words to roll off you, never giving them the satisfaction of generating a reaction. For someone whose weapon of choice is to cause a reaction, this is the way to disarm them completely and to empower yourself. Now, this isn't just some tactic to defend yourself from people you don't like. And this is not just a, you know, think happy thoughts strategy. You actually have to believe the thoughts that you're choosing. This is a self-coaching method that you can implement anytime you're in some sort of conflict or experiencing a negative emotion or behaving in a way you don't want or not getting your desired results. It's a tool to help you decide what you will make of each and every situation and to help you cultivate that skill because it is a skill. It's something that has helped me find a lot of peace, which I think we could all use right now. And hopefully it's helpful for you too. Now, one perfect example of this is the story of Reuben Hurricane Carter. He was a professional boxer in the 1960s. Uh, there was actually, a, well, there's a book and there was actually a movie made about, um, about him, um, played by Denzel Washington. Pretty good. So I recommend, but he was a professional boxer in the 1960s who, while at the peak of his career was wrongly accused and convicted for triple homicide and sentenced to three life sentences. Now, from the very beginning of his time in jail, he refused, he decided he refused to identify as a prisoner because by doing so, meant he was giving up the last thing that he controlled, which was himself, his attitude, his beliefs, his reactions, and his choices. This is where his true freedom and power resided, and the same is, and it's the same for every one of us as well. During his time in prison, he spent every ounce of energy reading law books, philosophy, and history, with the intention to not only fight for a new trial, but also to leave prison as a better and improved person. After 19 years and two trials, the original verdict was finally overturned and he was freed from prison. And after that, he simply resumed his life. There was no civil suit and he did not demand an apology because that would imply that they had taken something from him and he wasn't willing to grant that power to anyone. One more example that is one of my favorites, one more example is that of the work of Dr. Viktor Frankl. He was an Austrian neurologist and psychologist and also a Holocaust survivor. He founded the School of Logotherapy, which was developed through his own personal experience of being in a Nazi concentration camp. And I highly recommend, if you don't, are not familiar with this work, I highly recommend you look him up. He is a remarkable person. Um, and here are a few quotes taken from his book, Man's Search for Meaning, also a remarkable book. So first quote, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And the last one, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. 
So that's all I have for today. I'd love to hear more about your ideas around circumstances versus thoughts. If you're a member of Hub Community, start a conversation in the Ask a Coach Forum and let's talk. If you're not a member, come check it out at tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community at the top of the page. If you found this episode valuable, please share with a friend. And if you could be so kind as to take a moment to leave a written review in your podcast app, we would really appreciate it. So thanks for listening and considering new perspectives. Talk to you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.